Hi and welcome back to another podcast. I know a lot of you um, often are looking for answers, answers in how to become, how to change, how to grow flexibility, how to be happier, how to be a better human, a mother, um, but find the job of your dreams. And one of the things that life isn't telling us and isn't being honest with us isn't, isn't a set how-to. There is lots of information in the world that we must process and nourish and utilize to empower us and then journey through this whole life. So what we're not hearing is that when someone does meditation, it's a lifetime experience to be more sound in yourself, in your mind, to work with your thoughts instead of against them, to be able to manage difficult situations. It's not a 30-day program. To be fit and healthy or to have certain flexibility capabilities or strength, it was never a 30-day program for most people that are doing it. It was a lifetime of accrual of effort, whether seven years, 10 years, depending how long a person is doing this duration of exercise for. So the more we understand that, the more we can understand that we are not looking for a number. We are not looking for a quick fix path. We are looking for the ability to show up and to continually make more empowering choices on a daily basis than disempowering. Now that being said, what happens a lot of the time is we as a person are often looking outside of ourselves and when we are looking outside of ourselves we see all the problems or all the magnificence and we don't understand that it actually is a reflection to actually be an understanding and awareness builder to us. You see, the main characteristics of the rejected aspect of each of us in this world are they that they are often completely invisible to us, but they're visible to others. And what's so important about being whole is Projection doesn't make you wrong or right or bad or it makes normal or someone better. Projection brings awareness by the feedback, which is the triggers we receive. The most important lesson that I want you to leave you with, this is just a short podcast to think about. Any aversion to a trait or something of another person that you see in today's world, whether it be on social media, in your family, a close relative, relative or someone in your house or friendship circle, is a reflection of the level of rejection you develop towards that trait or the potential of that trait within yourself. Now think about that for a minute. So as I have journeyed through my life and becoming a mother, one of the things I struggle with is uh, seeing my daughter as sensitive. And I struggle with that for numerous reasons. I am extremely sensitive, so sensitive that I watch a movie and I'm embarrassed to see a scene so I walk out. Or I um, am scared so much that I will have vivid dreams and I prefer not to watch those kind of horror films. I really will cry easily in a movie as well. 
I remember when I was watching Twister as a kid, the Cyclone movie, and I fell off my seat petrified. And I have always carried that sensitivity. Sadly, in this world, sensitivity has been projected as a weakness, and that's what I learned. And so when my daughter started to show similar traits, I got overwhelmed about it and struggled with it because I struggled with myself and the people around me told me I'm too sensitive and still to today. My family said I need to be stronger. And that happens so for many people. And so I've learned that I've understood that the reason I am struggling with it is not because of it's weak or good or bad or you know, any of those types of nature of labels, it's because it was something that was rejected in me as a person and now I've had to come to accept it and therefore when I see it in others, I know the pain that it might occur in their lives so I get overwhelmed by it. But it doesn't mean it's good or bad. I need to learn to understand, to help others, to build knowledge, to build strength, to build awareness. And I need to learn to understand more than ever. That's their job. I can give information. But at the end of the day, they have to journey just like I have for 36 years and work day in, day out to work on those triggers to come to a more sense of comfort in myself as a person. Now, just as well, the more you hate something in someone else, the more you rejected that same trait within yourself a long time ago. And the more you love something you see in someone else, the more you rejected it in yourself a long time ago. So it really opens our minds. I know there's so many traits of people that are strong and bold and very extroverted. And I admire that trait so much because as a, as a child, I used to be quite... Um, crazy and overwhelming but very shy and introverted and I really always wanted to be extroverted and at the same time I also my crazy and so so forth characters were also often misunderstood and so again the rejected in yourself a long time ago resonates with me so what this means is in our culture there is a common misunderstanding about projection and it's been suggested that we project our own rejected self onto someone who doesn't have the same traits at all but this isn't how it works projection is almost always a two-way often we project onto something someone actually is a trait that they possess we may or may not exhibit the same trait, but either way we recognize that trait and that's very pivotal. We recognize the trait because we see it's causing that trigger, that flare up of the wound that left behind in ourselves, resulting in the rejection aspect within ourselves. So we're all fragmented and there's a rejection, a rejection aspect. Also when some projects sometime open us up, we have to be a vibrational match to this. We have to resonate with this. In other words, the experience is also reflecting something that is being rejected within us. That's why we feel that sense of pain, uncertainty, challenge. Projection has become one of the most common deflection techniques of all time. And so many of us are using it. So many of us are using it in a way that's not only disempowering others, but disempowering, disempowering ourselves. We use it as a cop-out, a convenient way to avoid taking a look at ourselves objectively. So simply 
put, we are actually projecting to anyone who approaches us with a negative aspect that we see in ourselves. But the truth is we can't consciously and clearly see another person until we are completely conscious of ourselves. So otherwise we will continue to see everyone else through the filtered lens, the rose-colored glasses of our subconscious mind. And every time we refuse as a human to look at ourselves, every time we hide that simple fact you are projecting, we miss the opportunity to clearly help ourselves, to heal ourselves. And we miss the opportunity to see our world and each other clearly. So here's some food for thought for you today. Remember, everyone projects. So our goal shouldn't be to stop projecting, but rather our goal should be to calm as self as aware as possible. It's far better to view our extreme challenging points and reactions of other people and our extreme positive ones as a great opportunity to develop our own self-worth and awareness. Namaste.